This is season four of Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast, where I talk about life after divorce with a playful perspective. Are you ready to turn the D in divorce into daring discoveries, decadent delights, and delectable desires? Then don't delay. Join me for today's episode. It's time to indulge in your delicious new life after divorce. Tis the season for tricks or treats. And today you're going to have a few treats. I'm excited. Hey, do you dress up for Halloween? I I usually don't unless someone invites me to a party, but you know what I love to do? I love to sneak the Twix bars out of my kids' pumpkins when they aren't looking. I know, I admit it. And don't be all judgmental because I know you do this too. You swipe those Snicker bars. I know you do. Why wouldn't we? Mm, they're so good. Well, it is also another season right now, one of my favorites, cuffing season. I don't know if you're familiar with cuffing season if you're recently divorced, but it's that time of year when it gets colder outside, at least here in Minnesota, and it inspires us to want to have, you know, like a cuddle buddy or what I like to call a maintenance man or, you know, maybe a full-on lover. There are just so many different types of relationships these days. And I don't know about you, but five years out of divorce, I'm beginning to feel a little confused and overwhelmed by all of it. I mean, really, what the fuck is a relationship after divorce? Tricky stuff, these relationships. Well, like I said, you're in store for a treat today because my good friend, relationship expert, award-winning podcaster, and best-selling author, yes, she does all the things, Jennifer Hurwitz is back on the podcast to share her very, very, very uncensored opinion about relationships and how to do them right Let me just punctuate again how uncensored this episode is going to be. Plus, I love Jennifer so much and I love you so much that we have an extra treat today because we are going to have a giveaway and maybe, possibly, it could be her latest book, Midlife Priceless. Mm. So listen to the episode to see how you can win one of Jennifer's books. All right, let's get this chewy chat started with Jennifer's two spicy facts. Two spicy facts. All right, my favorite dating coach is officially back on the podcast. I'm excited, Jennifer Hurwitz. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. I'm so happy. (laughs) Nice to see you, honey. So good to see you. You know, I call you the Joan Rivers of dating coaches because of your humor, your wit, your creative mind, and how you are no nonsense. Just like Joan was on the red carpet, you just keep it real. And that's what we're all wanting today. That is like the nicest compliment ever. I can't even (laughs) tell you that. She's my favorite. Love her. I love her too. Okay, before we dive in, I know the listener is just, she has her uh, beverage already. She's comfortable. He's he's been waiting. The divorce dad, I I promise you, my divorce dad friends have been waiting for this episode. So (laughs) before we get into all the fun around what the fuck is a relationship, especially after divorce, what are your two spicy facts for us? Okay, I have to tell you, I listened to your show, first of all. So like, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from the uh, people that already did their spicy facts. I'm trying to like stay away from their spicy ones. But <laughs> I don't know if mine are so spicy. I'm trying here, but like, because I don't want to embarrass my my college student or you know, kids who are definitely listening to their mom right now. But okay, so here's my first one. My first spicy fact is that I don't know how spicy this is, but I'm obsessed with taking a bath. Okay, like Ooh, a bath. But tell more. But, I'm not one of those people who like gets in the bath and soaks and does the candles and does all the the crap. No, I take what's coming. 
I take what's called what I call in my work, we call it a hippo bath. And not because I look like a hippo, but because you know how a hippo gets in the water and like splashes, like splashes their like and splashes their puss. Like I splash my armpits, I splash my my vajouge, and I like, and then I sit there in the water. And like, I just let the water faucet run over me for like an hour. I'm just blushing over here. He's like, get out of the bathtub. I'm like, no, 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 no. I've got to stay here. And you know what the funniest part about it is? I will stay there for like, I don't even know how long, just letting the water run because I don't like to sit in my own, in my own person, like my own like body goop. Do you know what I'm saying? I do, but how do you have hot water for that long? I don't know. Just, I don't really think it's an hour. I'm exaggerating, but like I would stay there until the water gets cold. Oh, I always do that. But don't you heat it up th- again? Because it's, if it's too yes. cold, you don't want to get out. No, I don't want to get out. But I think <laughs> when it gets cold, that's when I get I'm like, oh, crap, it's cold and I have to get out. But it's, I call it a hippo bath and I'm a, I am love it. It makes me so calm and so happy. I think you is should do a, a reel fact? on Instagram about hippo baths. But okay, what is your next <laughs> spicy fact, girl? Okay, do you know OnlyFans? Of course. Okay, I didn't know what OnlyFans was. How lame am I? I'm so lame, okay? I'm so lame. But I decided that I think... To make extra money, <laughs> to make extra money, you can use your feet. People like feet I pictures. I've been told Did to you... try it by okay, some of my I... followers. It's like, really? No one wants to see my 50-year-old You're feet. kidding. Girl, let's, okay, we're going to take a, a foot shot after this, and we're going to exchange notes. We... I'm going to give tips. Let's do it. Do you want to do it? Because I think we could make some really, yeah, like five to 25 bucks a picture. And I have really sexy feet, I'm going to be honest. Really? No one, like, Ooh, I'm the not a foot person. Like, share. Yeah. Share. I'm not a foot person, but I have looked into it and you could do some really just normal things with your feet. Like a nice petty will get you like 25 bucks. Well, the holidays are just around the corner. I say, why not give it a try? Jingle, jingle. (laughs) Well, that was very inspiring. And again, I need a cold drink already in this conversation, Jennifer. Jennifer, I have a question. Do you remember your first cuffing season after divorce? Do you remember it? Oh my gosh. Right after I, let me think. Yeah, it was bad. Bad and good. Really bad and good. It was horrible. I, you know horrible. what? Horrible. I don't believe was, you. Oh my with gosh. I was the blonde worst. Blonde locks and your personality. Come on now. I was like, I think I was sleeping with, oh my God, my kids are listening. I, I was sleeping with everyone. Well, then I, I was the wasn't worst. that fun? It was kind of fun, right? It was fun until it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those. Oh God, it was fun. Yeah. I was just like, let's go. Let's do this. Yeah. Ready, start, go. I, I was Ready, even, start, before the papers were signed, I was already enjoying my cuffing season. But Me too. Okay, so, Jennifer. Yes. <laughs> in so light excited. of cuffing season, when there's just so many ways to have a relationship, yep. so many, so we're going to talk about what the fuck actually is a relationship today. Oh, gosh. And we're going to pace the fun. We're going to pace the fun, listener. I know we're all just on the edge of our seat because we all have, we're just in the dark. We're just clueless. At least I am. I'll speak for myself. Now, I know you come from more of a monogamous mindset and I come from more of a non-monogamous mindset since divorce, since divorce. So we're like the yin and yang today, which which makes it more layered and fun. Totally. Totally. Okay. And the the general, like if we're just going to be really general- the definition of a relationship is just, it's a way of connecting. Yes. I was it, just going to say, it's a state of being connected. Yes. And and after my divorce, I have enjoyed many states of being <laughs> connected. Well, when you were on my show, we talked about it. We and really it was did. one of the, one, your state of being connected, which you are going to go into, I think, was one of my top podcasts ever. Isn't that intriguing? 
Yes. And I think that's because after, I'm going to get more into that today, but I think yes. after divorce, we're all a little terrified. At least I am of I monogamy. Monogamy is kind of this, you know, I've been there, done that, not fucking doing that again. No, so let right. me try all the other things and the Baskin Robbins <laughs> of connection. <laughs> what flavor you got today? I know. I, and I, I, I'm and i all up. about the flavors, honey. So, I know. so we're going to talk about some of those ways of connecting that are going to kind of get us to maybe talking a little bit more about what you, how you coach around relationship sure. and connection. Sure. All right. So to the warm up of what the fuck is a relationship, I have some playful questions around ways that people can be dating during cuffing season, relating, connecting. And I want your note. I want your Joan Rivers response, girl. Okay. okay we're we're all waiting just, for it. I'm a little bit scared. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> scared. Oh, okay. Okay. First of all, situationships. Okay. When we were dating, Clearly they existed, but now there's labels for everything. Is that like a Gen Z thing? All these labels? Well, you know what? I think it's just a, yes, yes. I think that everything has a label. Everything has a name, you know, situationships, textationships, and blah, blah, blah. Yet they all, everything has a name because I think we have to identify everything. Which gets a little confusing. So that's why why this episode is going to be so helpful. So situationships, I've had had plenty since divorce, and I'm going to say- that initially, for at least several years, I enjoyed my situationships because I wasn't looking for commitment. Okay. So what do you think is the draw of a situationship? Because okay. they are like, that's the buzzword around relationships. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you something that's going to hopefully clear this up for you. If you can handle a situationship, you are a very secure person. Very secure. Situationships tend to be very anxiety um, in inducing, they, they cause women, mostly women, I mean, I'm being stereotypical, but I'm trying not to, but they cause anxiety because situationships, you don't know what's going on. A lot of pe- women like to know what's going on. You know, we like to know what's We're planners. Happening. I'm a planner. I'm planners. I'm a planner too. I like to know <laughs> what you're feeling, what you're doing, what's in your head. We're overthinkers. And with situationships, nope, you, you don't have that. It's, you're in a situationship, you go, you fly by the seat of your pants, you don't really know what's going on, you don't really know what each other are feeling, you don't talk about, really, you know, it's just you're in the situationship and it just goes along and that's kind of how it goes, right? Yes, you're, and I was in a situationship with a gentleman, uh, his yeah, favorite word to use is, I do what's organic. He always I remember that. that. I, I actually remember, remember that. that. I do what's organic. Uh, yeah, which was basically saying I'm not committing at all in any way right. or shape or form to you. So it took me a while to actually translate the word organic okay. because that's actually a feel good, feel good kind of word, but around and dating. And how did it make you feel though? How did I, you? Initially it was like, okay, organic. And then two years out, like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Because it's frustrating. Well, it two years out, it's like, if two we are going out. to get to any other place besides we just reach out when it feels organic, I, I'm probably going to have to pass now. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you did get to that point where you're like, you know what? No, this isn't, this is no longer serving me. Exactly. Exactly. Right. But I think initially after divorce, situationships are very appealing and it's okay. That's Agreed. okay. I think we demonize them a little too much. Jennifer. I agree. I agree. And you know what? I, I, I totally agree with you because I think that what happens is, is that a lot of us can't handle them. And like you made it two years, right? You were I like, did. I got this. And I had a I good time. And you had a part. great time. Yeah. A lot of us cannot do it. They're very difficult, very difficult to navigate if you, because a lot of people, they think they can do it. They're like, oh, I got this. The situationship, no problem. I can fly. I, you know what? I don't need a commitment. But then what happens is 
they start catching feelings. Which is, which is also a good thing. It is a good thing, but someone's feelings are stronger than someone else's. And then you, then the person, person A, well, I'm just going to say the girl, the female, the, the woman, <laughs> it's always the woman. I'm sorry, you guys, John Rivers here. It's always, the, it's always woman's like, but I really like you. And why don't you really like me back? And da, 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 and next thing you, and it just gets to be where the guy's like, look, I said, we weren't committed. I said, I didn't want a commitment. And the girl's like, but, but it's been three months now. You must. You must see, want I was never now. wanting a traditional commitment in my That's situation. Perfect. perfect. I was just wanting a little more closeness or, uh, uh, you know, actually let's plan. And uh, anyway, I was wanting, as they would say, kind of the bare minimum okay. to some degree, which, which I'm not saying that's good or bad or, or otherwise. It's just, right. it is what it, 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 is, it was it what is. it was. Right. So I, I, I think it's okay to have a situationship yes. as long as you really kind of understand it's probably not going to lead to a traditional Absolutely. monogamous long-term relationship, which for me, after you just divorce, put the nail on the head. I wasn't looking for that. So. That's exactly. And as long as you use your words, communicate up front yes. and communicate and say, look, here's what I want. And I'm not changing my mind, right? This is what I want. I want a situationship. And I like where it go, where it's going and it feels good to me and blah, 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 blah. And you can make it along the way. And if someone's feelings change, you have to address that. Right. Right. You have to. We who are a little more non-monogamous would just call that being ethically non-monogamous. I think I was yeah. wanting more of a polyamorous connection with this person and he okay. couldn't right. go there with me. So, and, and also I, you know, I want to say situationships, however you want to define them can have love in them. You can have caring yes. and love. It's not just a sexual connection. You know what? And I, this is maybe something crazy too. I feel like the younger, it's not just after divorce. It's a lot of my younger clients and even my college age kids, they're really big on situationships. And wanting them. Tends, well, wanting them and yes. then it turns it, but it's negative. Oh. It's got a negative <laughs> like, connotation. Oh. Oh, oh, right. neg- oh. oh, I thought they'd be yeah. more open, the Gen Zs. They're so open to so much. Well, they are, but it's, it's it tends to be like, oh, well, they're in a situationship. Or like, oh, so oh, they well, kind of they're, they're kind of raising their nose to it. Interesting. Yeah, like like they're not really committed. They're not they're dating. They're not they date and then they're not official. We're not oh, official. That's why yet. we're all so fucking confused. Okay. I'm like, okay, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? My son, he's like, Well, we're dating mom. She can't come to dinner. Well, what do you mean she can't come to dinner without I want to meet her? Well, we're we're just dating. We're not official. And then the next time I see her, we're official now. She can come down. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Just, you know what I'm saying? Are you, are you sleeping with her? Are you not? What the, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't. All right. The next type of relationship that I have experienced a lot in my divorce would be long distance relationships because you know how I love my hometown visits. I've done podcasts and reels and about how fun it is to have those hometown visits, but I know you have opinions. I've been watching you on Instagram what are your opinions on long distance relationships, oh. Jennifer? I'll tell you it. something. Say I, I got to tell you something. They work until they don't. It's the same thing. You know what? I think that like, if you, Sadie, I got to tell you, you're a different, you're a different breed. <laughs> you're, you're like one of the most secure females, women, people I've ever met because it takes a secure person to long distance date. I, it really I does. think it's fun. Oh, I mean, as I long think, as you're both all, on the same page and you're both participating and you're both wanting the same thing, that's the, the that's always thing, the, yes. the, the layer that can sometimes cause, you know, it not to be fun. But as long as you're both wanting the same thing, it's kind of Absolutely. fun. And that's what I say in every one of my reels, everything I do, as long as your end game is the same, you're good. 
as long as you want the same thing, you're good. What happens is when one person changes their mind or decides that they can't be in it to win it, or they can't, they decide that they don't want to see the person or talk on the phone or do the FaceTimes or put the, put the effort in, it all goes to shit. So it's really difficult for someone who has an anxious attachment style. Okay. I have a story. Okay. And I know you have a story around long distance relationships. So I met someone back in January. I'm going to call him the nice guy because he was so nice. Okay. And nice guys, I'm really warming up to them. I'm kind of leaving oh. the spicy guys to the wayside. I know you're like the shock on your face. You're like, what? It's true. The nice guys are winning over here in St. Paul. Well, not they're not literally in St. Paul. They're never in St. Paul. But you know, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. So, so the you. nice guy, he lived, uh, let's just say on the West Coast. I won't okay. get too specific. Oh my gosh. He was all in. We had our weekly date nights. Every Tuesday, he and I blocked out time to have date nights. We had themes. We had games. We were like all in for months, for months. He would mail me cards with cats and dogs. I don't, your face, you're shocked. He would mail me cards. This grown ass man would mail me cards. I couldn't believe it. But then you know what happened? Guess what happened? He fell in love. No. You fell in love. He wanted to move there. What? (laughs) When I met him, he wasn't anything like the person who I was talking, I'm like, who, 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 who are you? <laughs> cause, cause this guy is not you. I was so confusing. And then of course you talked about me, me being so secure. I'm like nine one one on the phone with my friends, like yeah. mayday, mayday. Uh, is my hair too big? I just turned 50. So I'm like, I, I, do I not like what's going on? I mean, I had such an, in, I was sitting at the pool because I was also, um, never do this listener, never meet someone on a business trip. He was on a business trip. Never do that. No. But never. But anyway, so I'm sitting at the pool in Miami, Florida, like listening to Whitney Houston's greatest love of all, <laughs> crying because I cannot figure out what the fuck happened. Did you, but you didn't like, you didn't, you, you weren't feeling it or it wasn't? Oh, I was feeling it. But he was, I mean, usually, I, I mean, listener, you know how I speak. Usually when I have a hometown visit, the guy's like ripping my clothes off. Like, oh, okay. And there, it was, it was like me being the, the dominant, the aggressor. And I'm not, I mean, I, I'm not as used oh, to that. Okay. So yeah. I was just very confused. Like I'm here. We've had that, all these conversations. We've been waiting like, to do you... all these things we've been talking about. And so anyway, it was very confusing. Okay. And, and, and that happening? for me, I would say to, to anyone, um, considering a long distance relationship, try to meet as soon as possible. Yes. Wait a minute. I have questions. Because we didn't, we didn't meet each other until like (gasps) almost three months into the connection. Oh, so you, I see. So you met like on, you, you didn't, we met on a dating app. (gasps) Well, the irony is he was from my hometown. He'd lived here for like 15 years and I, and then he moved away like months, months before I met him. I know the irony. So, so I didn't know him. I see. Prior. Okay, so you but, had this But the person I was him. getting to know, I was so excited about. I mean, the cards okay. in the mail, Jennifer. Yes. So, yes. so my point is I share that today because, again, you got to meet in person sooner than gotta later. Got to meet him. Yes, well, that's, you know, that's how I coach. Talk more about that. Well, I coach when I, when I, my, my clients come to me, I'm like, look, when you're on a dating app and you're working with me, you meet within the first week or you, or it's done. Oh, that's hard. Like, 
I don't, that really yeah, doesn't hardcore. work for my style. Well, listen, girl. <laughs> what about video you calls? What about well, I guess video calls? Yes, I'm fine. Well, that's that's first. So first, you meet on the app, then you text, then you phone call, then you video call, then you meet in person. Oh, wow, that's so like steps. boom, boom, boom. And if it, because you want to know why, there's no reason to drag anything out. Oh, I there's agree no with that. To, there's no reason to get. An but we had called like, and we had done tons yes, of video calls. Yes, and still in person, he was he was. I, I, I've never experienced that, and I've done a lot of hometown visits, honey. I know you have. Wait a minute. So like you video called with him and he All still was totally different? Yes. It was so bizarre. Like just his like. He like was so note. introverted and quiet and, oh, and yeah, shy. Yeah, I, got, I had one of those too. I had, I, one, yeah. of those too. I had one of those too. <laughs> it's like, what do you do with that? You're like. Oh, it was very oh. confusing. It was the demise. It was the, you know, oh, yeah. everything oh, yeah, from yeah. there on didn't went. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's so hard, isn't it? Because you invest so much time. It was. So that's my tip. I'm not a dating coach. But if you're going to have during cuffing season, if you're going to have a long distance, meet right away. Try. Oh, yeah. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. And even if you do meet, I'll tell you something. Even if you do meet the first time, sometimes the second time isn't like the first time, which is what kind of happened with me in my last relationship. Like, I knew him. I knew him for years. And we talked and I thought, oh my God, this is amazing. I know him. We've been friends for whatever and blah, blah, blah. And I moved in with a man. Wow. Two months. Yeah. We moved in together and, and and it was totally different. So that's another thing too. We were long distance dating for almost nine months and then we moved in together and he was a totally different person. So you've, you've got to remember that long distance dating is not, it doesn't stop with the long distance dating. You've got to be in the same place. And actually live in the same right. space before share space you, time. Yes. you know what I'm saying? Share a space because people are different. They can, look at anybody can put on a good show for three months. They really can. They really can. <laughs> I was, they, that was really I, like punctuated. <laughs> that was really like, yeah, remember that yeah. file that away, Sadie. Okay. So that yeah. leads me to my next way of connecting short-term relationships. What the fuck are those? And how do I have one? Because I think I would like <sighs> one. Actually calling, like I'm an, if I'm ever going to get into this monogamy experience okay. again, I think yeah, a yeah, short-term yeah. relationship, like, hey, let's try this for three months and see what we think. Oh, and if we like each other, we can try another three months. Okay, like, well, baby I call step that something way. different. Okay, what I do call you call that, that? So in my book, I talk about that. I call it, my, it's, it's, it's my theory of dating for now. Oh, I like that. Which you would love. I love totally that idea. Works. So that's how I dated my I'm going to write ne- that down. Yes, it's a theory of dating for now. And I write, uh, I have a whole chapter on it. And that's how I dated my Jim, my current boyfriend, for five years. We dated in the moment. We dated one day at a time. We dated, we didn't, we just kind of every day we were like, yeah, this is it. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. We didn't calendarize. We didn't talk about next Christmas. We didn't talk about what we're doing in five months. We just, every day we were just like, okay, you know what? It's working great. Okay. It's working great. Like you, we date for now. It doesn't mean that you're looking for someone else. It doesn't mean you're waiting for the bigger, better deal. It doesn't mean that you're waiting for the bar door to swing open and you're looking for someone else to come. You're just dating that one person for now. And when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Does that make sense? Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So like, it's not a mon- like we weren't. I knew that he was dating me, and I, we were dating each other. But if he would have come to me in three weeks and said, "Yeah, you know what, this isn't working anymore," I would have been like, "Okay, I get it." But we went, we made it five years, and you made it five years with never saying to him, "What is this? What are we doing?" Oh no, yeah, we did. We, 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 we definitely like we're off and on. Like we definitely like in the five years we oh yeah definitely like I but I just knew he was my person. I never. There was no anxiety. There was no like, yeah, we talked about like, we just knew. Like I just, I wasn't dating. Actually on our third 
fourth date, he looked at me across the table and he's like, look, I just want to let you know I'm going off the dating apps. So he took that step. Yeah. He was like, look, I'm going off the apps and you can do what you want to do, but I'm not, I really like you and I want to see where it goes. And I said, oh my God, how hot was that? Like so sexy and hot that he like said that. And I was like, you know what? Me too. Let's just see what happens. And we dated for now. We just dated in the moment and we kept dating. And you know what we did? We broke up, you know, this a year ago and we went our separate ways and, um, yeah, we got back together. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like it just. And it, are it you still dating. dating for now, Jennifer? Ooh, we are. No, in, now I'm, I'm dating. In. I'm not dating for now anymore. I'm dating like to be, I mean, he's my person. So, you know, we figured it out. So with this concept of dating for now, I have yeah. another share. So when I met this guy, this, the nice guy who okay. sent me cards in the mail, we actually, we did something similar. We said, yes. let's do a night. Let's have a 90 day relationship. And for 90 days, let's really commit Perfect. to getting to know each other. Now, we, the, the thing that we didn't do is we weren't monogamous. We weren't monogamous. We were still, because he lived okay. Okay. in a different city and I, yeah. but yeah. you know what I liked about it is that I really, I did, I felt like this person is really being intentional to get to know me. And it did create even more security and safety yes. and, and playfulness because yeah. I trusted him and I trusted myself. So listener, I highly recommend you consider something like Jennifer is suggesting yes. or, you know, 90 day relationship. And what, what I liked about it also is it from the get go is we had that understanding and it, it wasn't, there's no confusion. There's no, no confusion. Si- it didn't feel like a situationship because right. we had this agreement. Yeah. Highly recommend it. There's no anxiety. No, no, there really wasn't that- until after meeting him. Then there was a lot, but anyway, <laughs> but you know what? But that's okay because you both knew like, look, we it didn't work and we moved on. Right. But the best part about it, too, is that like, you know, that like feeling where like, why isn't he texting me? It's it's like, wh- should I text him back? Do I have to wait three days? Why? Yeah, I never felt like, that way with that. I felt totally perfect. free to just see myself. Love it. Yeah, I it love was that. lovely. That's- I want I want that again. I loved it, yeah. actually. So let's do it. Let's, let's do, it do it. OK, cuffing season. Here we go. Excited, but also nervous about diving back into the dating pool? Try my new dating flavor profile quiz, Vanilla Strawberry Sprinkles. It's a flavorful way to get to know your date. The quiz is made up of three categories of questions. Vanilla covers compatibility basics. Strawberry is more about emotional connection. And Sprinkles is for intimate and spicy conversation. This cheeky fun quiz is coming your way soon. Learn more at divorcedandhappy.net. All right. Uh, another a way that I've tried to connect since my divorce with, with my men primarily is trying to quote, customize like what we're talking about right now, customize, like, what do we want to create together in this connection? Do okay. you, Jennifer Hurwitz, dating expert, do you think people can really customize relationships? Cause that's also really popular on social media right now. Just customize okay. your relationship. Like you can customize a dress or you can customize a car. Can we really do that? Do you think? I would love to, yeah, you know what? I would love to say yes. You know what? Look, I mean, try it. Go ahead. I think what people are really saying and what that translates to is I'm not going to settle. I'm going to create and the, the be vulnerable, say what I want to say up front and create the relationship that I'm, that serves me, that I'm looking for, that I want. Now that all sounds great, but you have to find someone that also wants that exact same thing on the other side. Right. And that's just what we've, what we've been doing all along. It's just dating. Right. I mean, I don't, I think it's a, a fancy way of saying I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. 
right? I mean, yeah, wouldn't that be nice if I could customize my own relationship and just snap my fingers and Prince Charming walked in? Ah, you know, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. You use the word settling right now. I want to connect the dots around that. So settling, what does that mean to not settle, to settle? That confuses me. Like no one, if you choose monogamy, no one is going to be everything impossible. Thank you. Thank you. It's impossible. We should all know that by now. Okay. So I have my list. I work with my clients with a list of non-negotiables. You know, I'm real big on the non-negotiable list. Okay. So, and I have clients that come to me with like 35 non-negotiables. Oh, good God. And I'm not going to date a guy who's, who's bald. I'm not going to date a guy who's... Oh, they're over, missing out. Bald, bald oh, men right. are spicy. Sexy and spicy. Oh, and they're so... Mm, I oh cannot say enough. Oh, my gosh. I love it. You know how I feel about that. So yes. like those when people come to me and they're like, I'm not going to date someone that's under six feet. I'm like, Oh, they're what? missing out. Short kings you're are the best. Oh, short kings are amazing. Right. Yes. Those are not, in my book, those things are not non-negotiables. A non-negotiable, I'm like, pick five. Pick your top five. Like big ones. Like, I don't want to date a guy with kids. I don't want to date a woman who lives in, lives out of town. The big things that you are, you know what I'm saying? Like now here's where settling comes in. If you come to me, Sadie, and you say, I am not going to date someone that has children. I'm not Jennifer. I can't do it. I don't, I want a guy who does not have kids. I say, okay. And then you call me two days later and you're on match and you find a guy with kids. And then you say to me, Jennifer, he's amazing. He checks all my boxes and da, 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 da. Oh, but by the way, he has three kids. I'm going to say to you, absolutely not. You told me in your five, you picked your five now because you said you did not want to date a guy with kids. So you're setting yourself up for failure, right? And I'm going to hold you accountable because you are settling. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Because why would you tell me that you do not want to date a guy with kids and give me all these reasons why? It was your one of your top five non-negotiables. And then just because he's hot and checks all these other boxes, you're going to settle. That's settling. Okay, that's settling. Here are my, I, I actually created for you to get your Let's feedback, my list of five. I think they're Let's pretty hear. reasonable. One, can I talk to you? Two, can we have fun? Three, are you consistent? Four, are you thoughtful? Five, do I want to rip your clothes off? Those are my five. I, those are my, those could be the best five non-negotiables I've heard I think they're ever. reasonable. I think they're fabulous. Thank you. I love those. I wish everyone in my class ready to customize my, my cuffing season relationship right now. Okay. <laughs> I think you're going to get a lot of phone calls. Okay. All right. Dating apps. We got to dive into this. Dating I apps. I feel dating apps prevent us from having relationships. I think dating apps are a dopamine high. I think they're oh, a way for people on to the have app. their ego boosted. I, 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 yes. You know, it, and initially I was all about that right after divorce. Of course yeah. I wanted my ego boosted. Of course I did. Now, yes. obviously I'm looking for something different. And so I have frustration around dating apps right. in a way that I never well, have before. Absolutely. Well, there definitely are the dopamine, you know, dope, dopamine. I can't talk today. There definitely are, are the dopamine rushing apps, the swiping ones, the Tinders, the Bumbles. Those are the dopamine ones. I met my boyfriend five years, six years, seven years on Match.com. Okay. I've it never used Match.com. Okay. It, they work. They work. The ones that you invest in, okay, the ones that you spend more time, if I, I don't get kickbacks, but the OkCupids, the Hinge, the Match, the- I like Hinge. Um, I like Hinge. I like Hinge too. Mm-hmm. Those apps, when you invest more time on your side, you know that the other person's investing more on their side. I do not think you have to pay or upgrade on Bimble, Bimble, (laughs) on Bumble or Tinder. Okay. But I do think that paying for 
an upgrade on Match or OkCupid or Hinge or Coffee Meets Bagel. Um, I love all of those. Those are really good apps that you are putting a lot of time in, right, on your side. So those apps, I think that that you're going to get better quality humans that are not just looking, well, it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for a quick hookup or you want to be in something that's not not monogamous or not serious or not, you just want to have fun, go on the dopamine ones. Those are quick. But if you're looking for something long-term or, and also, I'm sorry, I'm rambling, but a lot of them now have non-monogamous, no, ENM, polyamorous, a lot, every one of them has. Right. Because those, just to also with the yin and yang conversation, you absolutely yes. can have long-term relationships that are Yes, that are poly. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. Of Thank course, you. For, of course. Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. That's all good. Yes. It's all good. But why do you think monogamy is the goal still for so many people? Oh God. You know what? I, that's a, what that's I really... like my ultimate question today. One of them, at least like why, why do we still pine for monogamy? And how do we do it? I don't know if I could do it. Do you know why? Because here's what I think. I think, I think, I'm just going to just say this. I think a lot of people are still judgmental over it, like about it. And I think a lot of people would try it if would they try weren't. What? Would try, the, would try to, you know, ENM, would try oh, polyamory okay. or ethical not, if they didn't feel like they were going to be judged. Oh, because I have a lot of conversations with people. If it like, leads well, God, to your happiness, what, why do you, who cares? Because people are, I think people are scared. I think people are are just so worried about what other people think. I, think, I really do. Yeah. I, hmm. I'm going to sit with I that. I really do. I'm going to sit with that. I really do. Because I have conversations with people who are like, well, I would try it, but like my mom and dad would think, or I would try it, but my sister would, or I would try it, but, and I'm like, but if you, if you try it and you like it, why do you care? Exactly. See, like, I like happy. non-monogamy. Here's, here's, see, I, I my issue with non-monogamous relationships, my experience okay. is that it's great if you don't want any level of commitment. It's great if you want to only go so far with emotional connection. This is my okay. experience. I know oh, yeah. plenty of people in the poly world. They have loving, they have, you know, they have my dream, you know, they have like this <laughs> utopia that I'm like pining to experience. So yeah. for me, it's like, well, good grief. Do I really have, I mean, this sounds like I'm settling. Do I really have to go back to monogamy to experience no. love? No. Because that's such bullshit you don't. to me. You don't. You don't. You just have to find someone who, who has that same mindset as you and who actually believes it. Because I'm telling you, like, even when I have conversations and with like my close friends, my close people. And I'm like, I really think it's, I, I think I could do it. They're like, oh my God. Like, oh my God, Jennifer, what do you mean? That's like totally cheating on your husband. And I'm like, it okay, is not, but it's not. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I can't even have a conversation, like a <sighs> conversation, a real conversation with people without being judged. And I don't even do it. I'm not even, you see what I'm saying? I do. It's unbelievable. It's, it really is. All right. You know, I, mean, I just got to I'm kind of in shock. I, I mean, I, I get people who look just, at me with intrigue. I don't, I don't feel like I've gotten a lot of judgment. Good. I'm so glad because you shouldn't. Right. But you I shouldn't. want love now. So that's, well, yeah. you know, that's like, that's why I, I even put up that reel on Instagram, you know, like, well, what the fuck, what the fuck is a relationship? Like yeah. how we can have love and not have monogamy. I mean, yeah, we can. But, but and really, we, we should I, be able to. We should be able to. 
we should be able to do a lot of things. So how do we, how do we, you, I, the listener, how do we create these types? Of, how do we really create the relationship that we're wanting? And how do we even know what type of relationship that is? Because we've talked about so many types of relationships today. So, you know, that leads to like the ultimate burning question, like what the fuck is a relationship and how do we create that? How do we own what that means to us in a way that actually works out? Because I have been on the polyethical non-monogamy train for five years now, like having conversations, going to meetup groups, talking to friends. I, and, and I, I've been upfront in connections with men and I, I, you know, I'm doing the same thing that, that maybe uh, if someone's listening today, who's trying to do as from like the monogamous camp, right? I'm doing the same things. And what happens like when, when you, it just, I I feel like it's this universal experience. Like, I just don't know if people want relationships anymore. Like, like, you know what I mean? I feel like in theory people say, oh yeah, I want a relationship. Oh yeah. But do we really, do we? Well, I think the people that in the non-monogamy those camps, do they want, re- I mean, I correct me for, do they want relationships or no? Well, po- I mean, people who are in polyamorous relationships, yes, they, rela- yes. they have relationships, but, but of course, but, but I, I think also there's plenty of friends that I have that are monogamous and they've been trying to have relationships for years, years. It's, it's years. Like, to me, it's like, is there part of, of us after divorce, especially where we're just on some level, like I ain't really doing this. I say no. I want to do it. I kind of want to do it. I dip my toe in it, but then I change my mind. Well, I think, can I be really honest? Yes. I mean, like brutally honest? Yes. That's why you're here today. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of pausing because I'm trying to think if I really want to say this. I don't think that many men and a few women who've been through a divorce or who have been through a marriage for, in a marriage, 18 years, you know, I really feel like they need to get married again or, well, it's not even or, want, or want to have a relationship again. Yeah. Like, I'm not talking marriage, honey. <laughs> no, I'm talking relationship. Like yeah, why, yeah. why, why, why would you do that again? Like, and especially men like who have been with, I'm going to get so much shit for this, but like, oh God. I mean, I was, I was that woman. I was, I can say it. I can get, I mean, like the bitching and the nagging and the, and the, you know, I mean, it's, it's not easy. It's a lot of work. A relationship is a lot of work. It's it's honesty. It's trust. It's respect. It's commitment. It's communication. It's and it's with another person. And you know, like I was I was doing some research before, and I'm like, dating is you know commitment, but you're you put other people in priorities first, right? And like you have your own life and you do your own thing. But the minute that you're in a relationship, your partner comes first. That's the definition of of a relationship you're putting someone else your their priorities alongside yours right you're you're moving this this relationship together forward um as a team and i think that the people are like why the fuck would i want to do that <laughs> you know what i mean like i do i do and i'm i'm just as guilty of it i mean i'm i'm presenting a lot today and part of me really wants a deeper connection and part of me loves i love my freedom so it's, it's trying to find someone like that. I, I'd love a part-time lover. Isn't that like a Stevie Wonder song? I don't, I you know, like, I'm not even a lover, but like, like a, you know, like, hey, we really like each other and we're going to do this once a month or every couple times a month. And I don't need to talk to you. Like, well, we can check in every day. Sure. Whatever. But it's like, I, 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 that's why the customizing, and, and, I, and I feel like that's maybe just pie well, in the I sky. I kind of have that. 
See, I feel like I kind of have that. And I, and I feel like Jim would yell at me for this, but like we see each other. He has, he has a son, right? So it's 50, 50 week on week off and we see each other week on week off. And I have a full week alone. See, that sounds amazing. I know, right? And <laughs> I think that's why we've made it as long as we have. Right. I mean, a full week, I'm here alone in my house. And then a full week, I'm with so him. you get to miss him a little bit. See, I get to miss him so a little nice. bit. And I get to be without him. And I get to have my own space. Dude, I don't know what the fuck I would do if he was here all day. No, I, yeah, and I don't, want, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want that. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. can't do it. All right. I can't. <laughs> we gotta, we're going to wrap this up with a little oh bit God, of hopefulness. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I've been talking like for hours. No, it's great. It's great. And I think, I think the listener can resonate whether it's, uh, you know, man or woman and, and, yes, and, and you know, the divorce, divorce dad, you can, you can, we can have a, you can, we have a part two of this and you can join in the fun yes. and you can ask Jennifer yes. lots of questions. Okay. If Please. you're having feelings right now, divorce dad, friend of mine who I love so much, you, we'll, you know, we'll have a little Instagram live and you can just like zip, zip your questions towards Jennifer. Let's do it. Let's totally do it. We should actually oh, please, after this please, episode. We really should. Come on. But let's do it. But I, I do feel I hopeful. I do feel hopeful that I and and the listener can create connections that we are desiring. I mean, and again, like there that's the continuum of connection. Don't limit yourself. Please don't limit don't. yourself. Please don't. And I don't mean, feel judged and don't and, feel. And yes. And do not judge others. Thank you. No, and don't judge others and f- be open to, I mean, whether it's a friendship or, you know, whatever it is, just be connected, especially now, especially yes, now. We all Find need connection. connection. Absolutely. Please, please, yes. Please, please. Connection. Good. <laughs> please, please, please. All right. We have a surprise for you listener today because Jennifer has written three books, four books, three, three books. And your last book. Talk a little bit about it, please. Oh, my last book, Midlife Priceless, A Dating Coach's Guide to Finally Doing Relationships Right, <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, yeah, it came out last October, so it's um, one year old, um, and it's its anniversary. So I think, what are we doing? Are we giving some away? We are giving three books away oh, three. today. Oh, three. And when we do a live, we're going to give out more. We're going to okay. do more. Okay. Awesome. So, listener, this is what you have to do to win Jennifer's book. You have to... DM me on Instagram, okay, at Sadie's Divorce and Happy, peace, truth, and love, because that is Jennifer's signature statement after every podcast. I want to have some peace, truth, and love, and I want you to follow Miss Jennifer, and I'm going to ask her if you are following her. So what is your handle on social media? Uh, Doing relationships right. Of course it is. So that's what you have to do. And you're going to win this book and I'm going to ship it to your house all as well. Okay. So Jennifer, how else can the listener (laughs) find out really how to have a fucking relationship? (laughs) I mean, just, I I mean, read my books, come to my podcast, find me doing relationships right and hang out with me. And, um, that's it. I think, you know, just jenniferherbits.com and, um, all that good stuff. I love you, Sadie. I love, I love you. you. I love this chat. This is- and I let it go longer because it's just such a hot topic right now. Oh my gosh. It's I, such I'm a hot so topic. Oh my and no, God, no, no, no. And we're going to absolutely do that Instagram live. We're going to have a little Please. Joan Rivers, Carol Burnett fun, the two of us. Oh, you okay. Are Carol so we'll get Burnett. that yes, planned. Darling. And more books for those of, the, of you who will be attending that. I'll have another little way to win Jennifer's book. Okay. So sweet. Thank you, my love. Thank you. Thank you, darling. Love you. Love you. Oh, that was. 
<laughs> Are you a little hot over there? I told you it was going to be uncensored. I, I, I was not. I was not playing. I was not playing around. All right. I, if you have a burning question for Jennifer, hold on to that question because instead of doing burning questions on today's episode, we're going to pause and we're going to have that Instagram live on Monday, October 30th at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. You, you do not want to miss this live with Jennifer. She's going to field all your questions. If you have a little pushback, she's, she's good with that. She's used to that. Bring it. You know, she wants you to ask her what you really want to know about relationships and give her feedback on, on what you think about her thoughts on relationships. So again, that Instagram live is going to be on Monday, the 30th at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I have a feeling that after today's conversation, it's going to be one of the most lively Instagram lives I've ever hosted. I am excited. If you are not on the gram, I call Instagram the gram. Come on now, join the party. It's so fun. We have so much fun over there. You're going to love it. You can follow me on Instagram at Sadie's Divorced and Happy and look uh, on my page this week for more information about this live with Jennifer. And do not walk, run to my Instagram page and DM me peace, truth, or love so that you can win one of Jennifer's books. And of course, follow her on Instagram. Her information is in the show notes. Whoo, baby. Okay. Here is my clue for next week. Actually, I'm feeling so playful, friend. I'm going to give you clues for next month, actually. All of next month, in honor of cuffing season, in honor of life after divorce, we are going to talk about more alternatives to traditional dating. At minimum, tasty, delicious, spicy add-ons. I mean, who doesn't love a spicy add-on to traditional dating? I know I do. So next week, expect more of the fun on Sadie's Divorced and Happy Podcast, the Dessert of Divorce Podcast. Until then, I hope you continue to indulge in your beautiful life after divorce. I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode and be sure to treat yourself by subscribing to the podcast. If today's show gave you a boost, consider giving us some love with a five-star rating and an enticing review. Interact with Mike and me all season long on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Pinterest at Sadie's Divorced and Happy. Looking for an affordable and effective way to market your services and products? Consider sponsoring the podcast. Email contact at divorcedandhappy.net to learn more about our sponsorship opportunities. Join us next Wednesday for more delicious life after divorce fun.